0: Hey girl
1: squirrel It's me, Aria. And it's Liv. And it's us together with each other. Yay!
0: That never happened. Yeah.
1: How do we how do we get here? I know, right? Uh welcome to this week's episode.
0: Yay. What are what are we doing? What, what are we, we what are, we doing? You, what are you, we doing? You're acting like you don't know. Well, I do know, but well, or do I? Well Maybe I just
1: haven't been paying attention. First of all, uh what are you
0: drinking today?
1: Yeah. All right, guys. I finally decided to spice it up, and I am still drinking ice water.
0: Love it. I <laughs> love it. Thank you. Thank you. you. I am actually, I'm drinking Baja Blast. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's got good. Taco Bell, so I'm drinking Baja Blast. Actually, it's diet Baja Blast, to be specific, Ooh. but I am a slut for Taco Bell, so. Most people are, Here I'd we say. are. Um, today... We we've had the past few episodes be a little more um like fun and relaxed and kind of relatable content of like what we've gone through in our youth. Yep. Um with crushes and reading my diary and stuff like that. But this week we wanted to like not get serious, but we wanted to do a more like factual episode kind of like yeah, break the cycle cuz this is supposed to be an informative bu- podcast too. Um. Even though we joke and laugh and all that. So we thought this week it would be fun to do a pretty universal topic um, where we just... It's probably going to be one of two parts. Um, we're going to have Most likely. a lot of episodes on this topic, but this is going to be like the basic understanding of periods.
1: Yes. Menstruation. And this will be including not just those who identify as women. This goes for everybody who has a period everybody
0: everybody with a uterus and even if you don't have a uterus if you're a dad a brother a boyfriend a non-binary person who doesn't have a uterus and you just want to learn more because you like people with uteruses or maybe you're dating somebody like that or you have a sister you know stuff like that um this is just an informative episode for everybody because it is grossly under discussed in sex ed and school Yes. Um, so I, yeah,
1: I have uh younger cousins who still like don't have all the information they need. because um, I mean, like, I guess you could. I mean, not not a guess. Like, I, you could go on Google and you could sure. look up how periods work. Sure. Um, or we'll tell you how yeah. how it
0: works. It can be confusing though, but um, like we're gonna
1: do our best. We're here. gonna keep it
0: in simple terms. The the bottom line of what you need to know, so that it's as um least confusing as possible yeah Um, do you want me to just start yeah why don't you uh, take it away okay Um, I did a lot of the research for like the scientific side of this episode so I figured I'd go over it because I read like a bunch of articles Mm -hmm. Um, so the basics of the period um, obviously we have what's called the menstrual cycle the period is part of the menstrual cycle The, the part of the menstrual cycle that we refer to as the period is the phase where we're bleeding. Um, But the menstrual cycle as a whole actually has four phases. Um, It's not just your period. So the entirety of a menstrual cycle is for um, reproduction. It's part of our reproductive system and reproductive health, um, where people with uteruses basically um, either prepare to have a baby or... um, get rid of the excess tissue when there isn't a baby that's right. why we bleed um because they we're not pregnant that's why the key symptom of pregnancy is a missed period because if a baby has attached or an egg has attached i should say to the wall, um, to, the wall to your uterine lining you won't bleed because your body won't expel it if that makes sense um, so that being said, the four phases of a menstrual cycle is the menstrual, fra- the menstrual phase, the follicular phase, ovulation, and the luteal phase. Um, obviously, your exact timeline of your period varies person to person, but if you have a uterus, the average menstrual cycle lasts 28 days, so about a week of each of these phases. Um, so the first stage of the menstrual cycle, it begins with... Um, getting your period this is the start it's not the end it's the start of your menstrual cycle Um, so it uh, happens when an egg has not been fertilized so you're not pregnant pregnancy hasn't taken place Um, your estrogen drops and your body receives a signal basically that oh all this extra lining I've gathered in my uterus can go because it doesn't need to be a house for an egg so we expel it out of our vagina And um, that is where the period mess comes from. And that is why it's not just blood. You often see like clots and tissue coming out because it is literally your uterus shedding its lining. Um, So throughout your cycle, and we'll get to this, the other phases in your cycle involve your uterus padding itself so that there's a higher chance a fertilized egg will implant and attach itself to the uterine lining. Um, So because of that, If an egg isn't there, it's like, well, we'll try again next month, basically. Um, So that combination of blood, mucus, and tissue comes out of your uterus. um, And then that's when we feel like shit. That's when we get the bloating and the cramps and the bleeding and all that, all that fun stuff. Um, So your menstrual cycle typically lasts three to seven days. Um, It can be longer, can be shorter. And obviously um, this, along with your entire menstrual cycle, can be affected by birth control. And that'll be a whole nother episode as well. Where we talk about birth control, um, and how it, like the different options and how they each affect you. Um, like I know me and Aria, our periods are affected by yeah, both of our birth control. Definitely. Um, so that's not necessarily universal either, but in general, if you're not on birth control, typically your cycle is about 28 days and this part lasts about a week or a little less. Right. Yeah. Um, So next is the follicular phase. This one is kind of complicated, so I'm going to try to keep it super simple. But basically, this is when your, your brain sends a signal so that your ovaries start producing little follicles. They will later become like, or they will, I should say, they will later release eggs. So follicles themselves are not eggs. They have an immature egg inside of them. Um, and then what happens is the healthiest one of those eggs, it will mature. Um, and then it basically like the rest just kind of die off, die off. They go away. But the mature egg, the healthiest one, ends up leaving the follicle. It sheds it and the follicle gets left behind. And we'll get to that. But the follicle gets left behind. And I think, oh, I forgot the term for it. It's not in front of me, but there's a super science term. Oh. The corpus callosum? Something like that. I don't know. That's not, that's probably not right. But something like that is what the follicle becomes. But basically the egg leaves the follicle, excuse me, and um, basically it like, it spikes your estrogen and then your uterus receives the signal saying, hey, a baby's coming. We have a mature egg looking for a sperm. Um, I better start making my house ready to go. And so the uterus starts... um, like thickening and having more mucus and lining and tissue inside of you so that if the egg is fertilized, it has a better chance of attaching and sticking and that's how pregnancy starts. Um, So the follicular phase is kind of like that middle chunk or I guess like the the second quarter. So it lasts like 10 days or something like that, Um, but it depends on every person's different cycle. And then we move into the ovulation phase This is very important because the ovulation phase is when you are your most fertile. Technically, you are fertile as long as there is a mature egg waiting to be fertilized. So I'm not saying you can only get pregnant during ovulation, but this is the time where, especially if you're not on birth control, avoid having sex if you're not trying to get pregnant. Um, This is the time to be extra, extra cautious um because this is when you're you're starting to um release new hormones causing you to Um, basically the mature egg is now dropped. So your ovary releases the mature egg. It came out of that follicle. It goes down what's called the fallopian tube towards the uterus, and that's where it waits to be fertilized. Um, So the ovulation phase, it says, depending on where you read it, it says this is the only time you can get pregnant, but it's super hard to pinpoint because if there is an off chance that you have unprotected sex, and there is still a mature egg there. And like, let's say your ovulation runs like a day late from your regular cycle, you can get pregnant. So just be super careful around this time. Um, and so that happens around day 14 of a 28 day cycle. So like right smack dab in the middle of your ovulate or of your menstrual cycle is when you need to be careful with having sex just make sure you use protection and make sure you take extra precautions and you'll be fine um but just keep an eye on it um and then it usually only lasts about a day or two it's not very long but it's a very crucial window that's why like if you've ever seen like a sitcom or a movie like i know this they did this in friends a lot where like when monica and chandler were trying to have a baby she'd like interrupt him and be like i'm ovulating we have to have sex right now like that's why, because it's a, it's a small window, and so couples trying to conceive, like, have that window on their calendars, like, we need to have sex tonight if we want to get pregnant. <laughs> to make this baby. Right, exactly. So then uh, comes the luteal phase. So now this is kind of wrapping up your menstrual cycle. Um, after the follicle releases its egg, um, the corpus luteum. There's the term. It's in my notes. Aha. Corpus luteum. So that's what it becomes. So this is when it starts to release progesterone and estrogen. It's basically like like up until this point, they have been maintaining that uterine lining, telling the body, hey, we still got a chance of reproducing. We still got a shot. This egg is just waiting to be fertilized. So keep the house ready. Make sure everything's ready. Um, and then at this point, though, once this phase starts, this luteal phase, lute- yes, luteal phase, if you do get pregnant, this is kind of where things start to change in your body. So if during ovulation you end up having a fertilized egg, your body will start to produce that HCG hormone. That's what pregnancy tests check for is the secretion of that hormone. That's why when you pee on the stick, that's what it looks for. Um, That gives you a positive or negative pregnancy test because we typically don't secrete that hormone unless we're pregnant. Um, And because that will like, keep your uterine lining thick, and it maintains the house, and it it tells your body, oh, I have a baby here. I need to nourish it. Now, if you're not pregnant, the other side of the fork in the road, the corpus luteum shrinks away. It dies off. It reabsorbs into the body, and then your estrogen and progesterone drop. Your levels drop, and then your body receives the signal, oh, tear down the house, boys. There's no baby here. Time to get rid of it, which brings us right back to the menstrual, the menstruation part where you bleed and secrete all of that tissue that your body saved up. So if that makes sense, it all comes full circle. When you're not pregnant, your body's like "Mm, starting over maybe next month and then that's it. So um, this is typically also when we go through like PMS. Basically, I always joke it's, it's your body punishing you for not reproducing is what yeah, pms right? is it's, it's definitely how It
1: definitely
0: feels so it's like here enjoy this acne and bloating and cramps and <laughs> mood swings here you didn't fulfill your purpose right Even so though it's not, it's not, it's a not but, but i always joke that biologically that like oh you're a woman you're on this planet to reproduce <laughs> have all of the symptoms and then you're like oh well that sucks i i do a lot more than that but you know whatever whatever bro so those are the basics of the uh, menstrual cycle as a whole and the four phases so now Uh that we've covered that you guys should have a decent understanding and you can you can reference anything um if you want to like have visuals we'll also post pictures on the instagram yeah i'll see if i can still have those yeah okay yeah Cool. I do, cool. Cool. So yeah, I can find some. We'll have like charts and diagrams and stuff up too. So you, if you're a more visual learner, you can look at those. And then places like Healthline and um, Planned Parenthood are really good references um, to look at if you have more questions. Yeah, there's lots of very good re- uh, resources out there if
1: you need a little bit more explanation. You can also feel free to message us if you need clarification for anything, because um, we can certainly help out in that aspect um i guess now we'll just get into like okay so now we know what the menstrual cycle is and how it's not just you know one phase your period it's uh, technically we are always in the we're right. we are always in the menstrual cycle um but now that we know that now we kind of want to get into some things that like I know for me I didn't know too much about like okay I'm bleeding but like what are my sanitation products yeah what do I do now okay so you have your period what the heck do you do now you have to make sure that you're clean and you're hygienic and you're sanitary so what do you do Uh, there are a few options Um, we're gonna cover the three I think the top three options um, which would be pads Tampons and the menstrual cup. Yep, right. Yep. So, um, I guess well, let's we'll start with pads. I think pads, sure. simple, simplest one because pads are they're first of all they're great for beginners. Pads are external, meaning and like n- unlike tampons where tampons go inside of you, pads uh, stay outside of your body. They have a sticky lining on the back. Uh, that sticks to your underwear and it's like a long cotton it's like a long cotton pad and it catches the flow of your period Uh, comes in many different shapes and sizes there's lots of different kinds and uh, they're based on you know whether you have a heavy flow or a light flow and that's usually something that you can find directly on the package it'll tell you exactly like who it's best for Um, personally I pretty much only use pads right honestly like they're comfortable for me um they're easy they yeah I don't know I guess I've just always preferred them over tampons I I will use tampons every once in a while I don't always um but especially starting out that's what that's what I had
0: right definitely I think that they're really great for starting out obviously if you're in like gymnastics and stuff and we'll get to tampons next that might be a better option for you but like Me personally, in the beginning, when I first got my period, my mom was like, look, I know you want to wear tampons and they're handy and they're great. But while you're still growing, it might be best to just wear pads. They might be, you know, tampons might not quite fit you yet or they might be a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning, I think it's really good to utilize pads. And if you're a little uncomfortable with the idea of tampons, that's totally normal. I was
1: super uncomfortable with the idea of tampons. You don't have to wear them. I think
0: pads are perfectly reasonable, yeah, especially in like middle school when you're first getting yeah. your period for most people. Most people start in middle school, so. Yeah, I um, think,
1: like, in middle school, there were girls who were using tampons, and I was like,
0: how? Yeah, no. <laughs> not that there's anything yeah.
1: wrong with it, but I remember trying to use tampons and being like, no, nope, nope, doesn't fit, nope, No, your
0: body is still growing at that point. Like, you're still getting a figure. You know what I mean? When you your hips are well, widening. Yeah, your, well, your body is still, like, yeah. deciding what it wants to do. <laughs> right, exactly. So, like, when you're typically going through, like, feminine puberty, your hips widen, and so when they're not quite there yet, tampons might not quite fit because yeah, they're just internal. My, yeah,
1: it's just, well, and it, even then, like, it's just kind of, for me, I think it I probably could have worked. I could have worn tampons, but I was just so, like... I just... I was so uncomfortable. And I guess... I don't know. I was just too scared that I was going to, like, hurt myself somehow.
0: Sure. They can be intimidating. But Um, even
1: though I probably wasn't going to hurt myself, I was just like, no, I
0: can't. Also, I want to say, too, pads are great for overnight. Even if you're comfortable wearing tampons, I would highly, highly suggest wearing pads when you sleep, if nothing else. If you don't... If you... If you like tampons and you swear by them, that's great. That's cool. That's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Please wear pads at night when you sleep. And we'll get to why. But that is the one thing where I'm like, hey, please don't sleep with tampons in. Um, But on that note, tampons, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Okay. So
1: unlike pads, tampons, they're internal. They go inside of the vagina um, and they are little like little. They look like little cotton bullets. Cotton tubes. Yeah. um, And they will typically expand as they absorb the flow of your period. Um, They're very helpful uh, if you're wearing tight pants Mm -hmm. or if you're uh, going swimming Or, like we said, gymnastics, and you're wearing a leotard or something like that. You're a dancer. There's a lot of reasons why people prefer tampons over pads. They're Mm -hmm. more discreet. Um, They don't sound as much like a candy wrapper when you open them up in the bathroom.
0: That's true. They are a little quieter. (laughs) A little
1: quieter. Not that that matters. They're also
0: smaller They're handier to carry in purses.
1: Yeah, they're. I guess they're more. Yeah, like I said, like they can be more discreet. And I don't think that there should be any shame in like letting people see period products. Like people, if stuff falls out of my purse and people see pads and tampons, I'm like, deal with it. That's right. I'm a menstruating magical
0: woman. it it doesn't even mean anything because, I don't know about you, but I personally have tampons and pads in my bag year-round. Even when I'm not menstruating, just A, it's a good safety net. B, if someone else needs one, I want to have one. Mm -hmm. So, like, it doesn't even say anything. If I spill my purse, no one's going to be like, oh, she's on the rag. She's bleeding. I'm going to be like, you know what? Actually... I haven't had yeah. my period in three months because of my birth control. Yeah, right. I'm just trying to be a good fellow feminist for people who might need them. Yeah, right. I think, yeah, that
1: <laughs> it's just tampons, pads. D- yeah, we'll go- I-, I guess we'll get to that. Okay, we kind of got derailed. But yeah, don't worry if anybody sees that stuff, by the way, because like, no, it doesn't, matter. It doesn't um, matter. But yeah, that is one of the reasons people generally like keeping them around is because like tampons, they're just like a lot easier to be more discreet. Um, what else about tampons? What am I forgetting? I want
0: to cover toxic shocks syndrome. Yeah,
1: so there are some like cons to tampons. I guess there's cons to both of them, but yep. um tampons specifically because because they are internal um you have to be careful with how long you leave them inside of your body because they can become uh toxic so yeah Yeah. toxic shock shock syndrome take it away
0: oh yeah you got it I, i got my notes in front of me um so the the one thing with tampons that you need to be super aware of is toxic shock syndrome it's very rare it doesn't affect many people but when it does happen it is life-threatening and it's very easily prevented Um, so basically it becomes a bacterial infection because tampons are internal like you were saying Um, it it raises the chance of a bacterial infection whereas pads are external so it doesn't really run the risk as much but um, when you have something inside of you for a long period of time that's catching. In bodily fluid it raises the risk of if it sits too long inside of you becoming a bacterial infection right. um so especially if you have like super absorbent tampons who are meant to be like left in for a while or like super jumbo or whatever like because they come in different sizes obviously right. they the small regular light regular uh super regular heavy and then like super um with like super tampons and things like that those are fine to use if you have a heavy flow but don't mistake the heavy flow for them being able to be left in longer um that's not true like i know some logic is oh i could either wear you know um light flow tampons and change them four times a day or i could wear a super tampon and only change it once a day that's not That's not how that true. Works. That's not how that works. Um you want to typically have your tampons in for I'd say at most 4 to 6 hours. That is like maximum. Um so however much you bleed in 4 to 6 hours is the size you should wear. Don't think that the bigger size means you can keep it in for 12 hours because that's not what it means. Um so if you have a super heavy flow and you bleed a lot in 4 to 6 hours, opt for the supers or whatever size fits you. But, um, me personally, when I was in high school, I wore a lot of lights because I had a very light flow and four to six hours, I could barely fill a regular tampon. So I wore lights so that I could change them like every four hours. Um, and so that helps prevent toxic shock syndrome. So you want to change your tampon as often as you can, as soon as it fills, Just go to the excuse yourself to the bathroom and change it. Um, No big deal. But it's um, you want to alternate between tampons and pads. That's why I was saying earlier sleep in pads. Like I know you can do whatever makes you comfortable. But this is one thing that I'm very persistent on. Like I don't care if tampons are comfortable enough for you to sleep in. Don't sleep in them. Just wear a pad. Have some nighttime pads handy. Mm -hmm. If you want to wear tampons during the day and only tampons more power to you. That's great whatever works for you at night wear pads because it is way too easy to oversleep and leave it in for 10 hours and that's no mas. Yeah, not good. so don't do that um and then it it doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't guarantee that it's going to happen but that's where the risk comes from having it in for that long so mm-hmm. just make sure you have pads or something else for night time so that you don't have to worry about it and then even if you oversleep or you You know, forget to go to the bathroom first thing in the morning. It's all good. It'll be okay. And the worst thing you'll have to worry about is maybe a stain on your pants. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, Um, that's gonna happen. Yeah. So that's just my personal like. Please, (laughs) please do that. Um, I think that's pretty much the gist with tampons. I mean, I guess the diva cup is the like.
1: Yeah, last one. And I mean, like, okay. So I've never used. Well, it's me either. A menstrual cup. I've never used, but. I hear really good things, and uh, the reason I haven't used one yet is because of my birth control, um, which we can get into in a later episode. But basically, like it's a, it's not it's not a big deal. Um, but I get nervous that if I <laughs> use even tampons i'm i'm nervous that like i'm gonna pull my birth control out on it. yeah um, she has the iud yeah so and which is it's real it's not gonna happen but i just for my sake my own mind but i haven't used a men a menstrual cup before i hear really good things um so it's basically it's what it sounds like it's a cup generally it's made out of silicone or some sort of flexible material and it sits inside of you kind of like similar to a tampon it's internal um but instead of like absorbing with cotton it just catches the blood and i know it sounds weird and like it sounds like well what if it spills or like so it's like a cup of blood in. i I mean basically like Like, yeah i mean yeah but but they're um, flexible they're flexible they're more hygienic uh
0: it's more hygienic hygienic. (laughs) and they conform to your inner shape
1: they yeah they form inside of you uh they have different sizes too and uh you know as soon as i figure out how to use one and as soon as i i do use one i'm going i'm gonna report back
0: yeah there you go give um, it a shot i hear
1: good things and the nice thing about it the thing that i really like about it um or the idea of it anyway is that you can reuse it mm-hmm. over and over you can put
0: them in the dishwasher. Yeah, you sure could. I'm not even kidding. You um, can you can rinse them in the dishwasher and sanitize them in yeah, between periods.
1: You sure could. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh something that I'm interested in learning about cuz I hear good things and I would really like to not have to waste uh a lot of resources on the planet. Sure. <laughs> if I could. I mean like to me that sounds good. I always feel so bad like it feels wasteful a lot of the
0: i know and it makes me feel guilty for just like having a uterus it's like i'm sorry i'm not trying to do this to you planet i'm sorry sorry, but but i i can't can't just bleed down my leg all day i'm not gonna free bleed more power
1: to you but i'm not i ain't gonna do it i'm not doing it also Um, i
0: would wait until you get your iud out to try a cup because that's what i'm saying as soon as i get
1: my birth control uh, switched out for a different kind, um, can, uh, then I'm going to pull try. it out. Yeah, I don't. a cup can. Yeah, I don't want
0: to. Just to be mindful of that. If you have an IUD, it can, pull, it can uh, dislodge it. Yes, yeah, see, also, that's what I'm
1: saying. I don't want that to happen. That would freak me out. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: no, I it, I wouldn't want that either. And also, also, keep in mind, since it's also internal, you can also run the risk of toxic shock syndrome from a cup.
1: Right. So, I mean, like, I guess... There's saying, still risks associated with it. There's still risks, um, but... I kind of like the pros of it. Um, I'll probably still forever use pads, most likely, because I'm lazy. They're just
0: easy. Pads are so easy. Like, especially, I don't know about you, I know some people have really active lifestyles, but when I'm on my period, like... I just want to sit at home in sweatpants anyway. So I'm not worried about my pad showing. I'm like, yeah, I don't cares? give a shit. You think my cat's going to be like, oh, she's bleeding. Yeah, who no, cares? No,
1: I don't care. Also, I'm at home. it would be scarier if your cat said that. I know, right? Like, he just popped out and was all like, my lilly, I know.
0: I know you're bleeding, mom. And I'm just like, can you leave so I can watch my true crime documentaries in peace in my boy short underwear, please? And then
1: you say, wait. How are you talking? And then...
0: A talking cat. A talking
1: cat. Okay, but anyway... Um, Anyways,
0: um, that about covers it for sanitary And
1: I think products. there's... I know that there's more stuff. Yeah. Um, and like we said, that there there will be another episode because it's right. such a big topic. Those are the big three, though, Those that... The, big, the most like, common three, things.
0: especially pads and tampons. Those are the two that you're going to see tons of options for in the store. Yeah. So... Exactly. Right. Um, Other than that, I guess...
1: Some other things that we thought would be good to share, um, are like, oh, wait. Oh, you know what? There's what? something we forgot to mention
0: about what did, tampons. What did we forget?
1: Now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. There's something important that we want to say about tampons, um, uh, but we forgot. What? You can't lose your virginity using a tampon. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, you know what? That's fine. We can segue. We can segue into this topic. Yeah, I Because so. it's ridiculous. Um. I'm not passionate about... Well, actually, that's a lie. I'm passionate about a lot of things. But I am especially passionate about this. Because it hurts my heart to see girls... Get shamed for using a tampon. Get shamed for using tampons and then have men... Stupid boys. Be like...
1: And other women, too, sometimes.
0: Yeah, but it, it's especially little rat boys. Oh, being weird. like... always so a rat. You're... Not pure. You lost your virginity using a tampon. Something went
1: inside your vagina. Um, Fuck you. Now that okay. Once Fuck again, you. <laughs> that's another episode. So mad. We are gonna have an episode um, on on virginity. On virginity. Absolutely. But we do just want to say that's like that's. It's just really not how that works. Um, especially since like you can't. You're not gonna break your hymen using a tampon. That's not. That's not how that works. No. No. Um, so don't let anybody tell you that. You can't use a tampon because it means you're not going to be a virgin anymore. That's a straight up lie. Sure.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, So we just, I just wanted to say that. That's something that I
0: we almost forgot no and we'll talk about the hymen more on on a virginity episode um but yeah no you can use tampons if it's what's best for you and what's most comfortable for you for whatever reason it's nobody's business but yours then do it and it's fine you did not lose your virginity to a fucking cotton tube it's fine you're you're gonna be all right you're gonna be all right and you're still a virgin as long as you want to identify as a virgin that is completely your choice um I also wanted to cover i had three more things left in my notes and it looks like we have time to get to them so um period sex i wanted to get to oh okay because it's not a super like you know we don't have to go into too much detail but like period sex you can do it you can you can have sex on your period that's totally fine you don't have to be abstinent um when i was saying earlier that you want to avoid it during ovulation that's just if you're if you don't want to get pregnant if you want to avoid it and maybe your birth control is wonky or you're not on birth control for whatever reason or if you're young and your parents don't want you on it like whatever the case may be just avoid it during that ovulation time get a period tracker app um, I would highly recommend do you yeah. have one that okay. you recommend
1: I well I don't have one that I recommend. Um, Because I, at the moment, like, I just haven't been keeping up with it. But But there are good ones out there. It's good to keep up with it. I know I'm, like, a total hypocrite um, (laughs) because I have a hard time, like, I just have a hard time keeping up with things. Uh, But especially in the beginning, it's nice to, if you're able to keep up with it and you're able to track your cycle throughout the month, even if it's, like... Uh, what, what is the word? If it's, irregular. Yeah, thank you. If it's irregular, sure. um, at least you can map out, like, when yeah. you're getting your period. And you can
0: still track it if it's irregular because the- a lot of period apps will have you, like, enter when you start and end. So it'll at least, like... Still tell you when your last period was, right? Even if it's irregular, right?
1: Um, and that's good to know because, especially if it's super regular, now there's nothing wrong with having irregular periods generally. Because some people, especially in the beginning when you yeah. first start your period, um, it's gonna be kind it's not really gonna be the way that it's gonna be the rest of you're your still settling in days because your body is still like kind of trying to figure out its rhythm, um. Like, the first time I got my period, I didn't cramp at all. Like, not for the first yeah. few months. I was like, cool.
0: This is get fine. fine. What's and everyone then, making a big deal and about? And then they got worse. Yeah. They got worse the more through yeah.
1: puberty I went, the more yeah. hormones. Your periods <laughs> will, change will change throughout puberty.
0: But it's for good sure. to
1: map it even if it's irregular because if there are problems or you do have, like, really awful cramps, um, like I did, you can at least be marking when that's happening and that's mm-hmm. going to be helpful when you go to a uh, a gyno, a gynecologist yep. a, a doctor for that because that's going to help them kind of see where, ha- just how irregular you are and to see if that's normal or if it's not and that's something that you definitely want to get you know looked at if that's something that is really really bothering you if your periods are extremely painful i had extremely painful periods like so bad that i was doubled over oh, throwing up can't move horrible like absolutely horrible yep. um and that's not normal yeah so no. stuff like that you want to make sure that you get checked out it's just for really sure. important um but we did kind of get derailed we're talking about for sure. you're, fine. Yeah. you're fine you're yeah. fine um, um things
0: people need to hear um but yeah, on that note, with period sex, um, if you're not ovulating and you want to have sex during your, when you're menstruating, that's okay. You can do that. Um, it's fine. It's not bad or gross. Um, and I mean, typically, actually, when you're aroused, you stop bleeding anyways. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to actively like bleed over your, on your partner. Yeah. It's going to be fine.
1: Yeah. If that's something that you guys are into, go for it. Oh not my God. It's not a problem. It's really not an issue. Do you, do you have a vampire
0: kink? Period sex yeah, might be the move for you. <laughs>
1: it might be what's what, Do like, I have great news like, for you? Uh, wow! I'm done with this podcast forever. <laughs> um, no, oh, but uh, oh also, oh, but I, but I think uh, something important to say though is that um, you do need to know that you can get pregnant yep. on your period. Yep, that was exactly what I was going to talk that about. I did not know when. Yep, before, uh, <laughs> and I didn't know that way too late in life. Yeah, um, seriously long after
0: you were sexually active yeah
1: and that was like not my teenage years i was like 20 when i found that out and i didn't and i didn't know it was my boyfriend who was all like oh uh yeah you can get pregnant on your yeah. period and i was like
0: you can yeah yeah so, you can yeah,
1: it's possible it's
0: rare it is and i'll explain I why i mean is it rare there's this well well i mean it's it's harder you have less of a chance. You have less of a chance, but um, it is possible. But it is possible, and I'll explain why. So there is science behind it. So sperm, if it goes directly from penis to uterus, like it doesn't have any contact with the outside world. So if, a, if someone with a penis ejaculates inside of you, sperm can stay alive in the uterus for up to five days because they're at a temperature that is warm enough for them inside mm-hmm. of a person right um so that being said if you do the math if they can be alive up to five days if you have an irregular cycle or even if you have a regular cycle and it just has a fluke that month if you're on your period say you're like near the end and then you start ovulating five days later and that sperm is still alive you can get pregnant mm-hmm. because it can still fertilize the egg even though you had sex technically on your period. Right. Um you you don't get pregnant right away. That's not how it works. I think there there's a common misconception that like the moment a a person nuts in you <laughs> you're you're with child. You're That's not how it works. Pregnant. It takes weeks it's, or yeah, days. You can't just be it's not instant. Immediately. Um, I
1: I know I had a little cousin who was like yeah well some she was worried that she was like pregnant after she had had sex with her boyfriend like
0: like two days prior two
1: days prior and I was like, no you're good <laughs> no that's not how it works Safe. That's not how that works that's not
0: how it works um but yeah it takes days and weeks but like so that instant you're not pregnant that's what plan B is for, which is a contraceptive an emergency contraceptive pill that you can take after having unprotected sex if you're afraid that you might be pregnant or you might get pregnant yeah um and again we can talk about that too with uh contraception we'll probably have a contraception episode um oh yes like not just birth control but like all the everything. pill like yeah, things like that all of it um so yeah but i mean yes yeah, so you can don't think that oh, i'm on my period i'm flushing out my uterus so i can't get pregnant that's not true no nope. um make sure you that you're still careful and you're still using the same contraception and taking precautions and, and, and yeah That stuff yep yep all you're all good. Good, good um the last thing i kind of wanted to touch on with um like saving some of it for a different episode is what affects my cycle and each of us have had personal experiences with different things affecting our cycles Um, but just to name a few things from the internet this is from the internet um stress sleep patterns medications mm-hmm. birth control things like that can all affect your cycle this is why missing a period or being late quote unquote does not guarantee pregnancy i wanted to stress that you that's know you see true. the movies where they're like i'm late or breaking dawn part two bella like, swan is oh like God, i'm late i'm, I'm pergante I'm and like yes that's definitely <laughs> that can That's what it can mean. But um, especially when you're in puberty and when you're a teenager, there are times where you are going to skip a month or or six or who knows, because your body, like you were saying earlier, is still adjusting to having a menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. So just because you miss one doesn't mean you're pregnant it's okay like i've had pregnancy scares when i was still a virgin because i I was like i haven't menstruated in six months she'd call me and i'm like what are you the
1: virgin mary (laughs) dude you're not pregnant i'm (laughs) pregnant my poor mother my mom oh my god she's i'm gonna make her be on this podcast at some point my mother is the one who always gets the phone call yep and she, she's like, yes, hello, it's a lovely Sunday. How can I help you? And I'm like, am I pergankink, mother? My foot hurts. <laughs> Please
0: tell me. My does this hurts. mean I'm pergankink?
1: I'm tired. She's like, I don't know. Probably
0: not. No, you're not. she One time she answered the phone and Marissa, lit- <laughs> or Aria literally went, uh my I or, she was like hi mom and she had like this twinge of worry in her voice and all she said was you're, you're not, not pregnant. pregnant she didn't even know why we called it was so fucking funny yeah she was just
1: getting used to me being like mom it was very funny it's so funny oh can I just say really quick I, in, the la- in the last podcast episode it happened too yeah. um my real name is Marissa. Oh yeah. Um. So every once in a while I slip up. I use Aria because it's my state. It's like my professional name. So I just like go with it. Um, I but, exposed so I her identity. Not, no, I exposed it last time. Now everybody oh. knows. No. Um. That's just so if you ever hear Marissa, that's me. That's just. That's you. just me. That's just my birth name. She's like, been my outed. She's me. been um, outed. Now oh, everybody no. knows. Now just like Lady Gaga, everyone knows that my name is Aria. <laughs>
0: oh my god who is she (laughs) she? um but personally yeah so like what what affects your period
1: um everything you listed really affects my period uh stress stress messes me up big one sleep patterns all and my period like just i think just like stress in general like if i'm not sleeping it's just like everything is connected so, if I'm having a bad time, it's probably because I'm not sleeping. And if it's not sleeping, it's probably because I'm stressed. And if I'm stressed, it probably means that my period is going to be weird. And like all if I'm really stressed, like sometimes I'll have like I'll I'll like PMS like way earlier. Yeah. That I thought and I'll bleed a few days and I'll be like, "Oh, okay. Period. That was weird. Small period." And then like a week later it's like we're going through to the other side. And I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. I guess. I, and and then my boyfriend is like, how can you be on your period for that long? And I'm like, I don't know. It's very strange. But, I just don't know. So it's a magical time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's I. I feel like those are the things that. It's a stress. It's mostly stress that affects it. Yeah. I guess also. I should say like if I'm eating more like, shitty food that does, like, I'll notice I'll have more... I think I get crankier. Really? Yeah, which sucks, because that's all I want to (laughs) eat. Like, like all I want to eat is, like, ramen and french fries. And then I eat it, and I'm more bloated, and I'm just like,
0: (laughs) I'm mad at everything. I mean, that's not very different to how you are on a normal day. Just, like, on a
1: daily, day-to-day basis, I guess you're right. So maybe I'm just dang she just like always on her period or something but she always wants french fries. fries don't get
0: your period god <laughs> um, stop for me i'd say it's all the same too like my sleep and my stress are the two biggest factors and my birth control and yours too those are the biggest oh, factors i guess
1: yeah i should say that i honestly though my period is pretty like manageable with my birth control oh yeah same when i don't have my when I'm not on birth control, my periods are out of control Seriously. hard and like, painful. And it was a huge reason why my mom put me on birth control yeah. while I was in high school. It wasn't because I was sexually active. Oh, yeah. I want to talk
0: about that too when we do the birth control episode because I was on oh, yeah. the pill for, when I was in high it school was mostly for, for, for my periods. For acne. And right.
1: So I could control my periods. And right. I could. So I could oh, the nice thing about the
0: pill is you can skip your period. If right. You really. If you want if you, to. If you, if you th- it's scheme not bad. to do that. Yeah. You can skip. Skip your period. Right. But we'll so, yeah, there. we'll talk about that because we both run birth control in high school, not when we weren't sexually active simply for the sake of periods. Yeah, just
1: to get it under control because, you know, sometimes it, it it can just be like absolutely hard on your body, wreak havoc. I, I have what I like to call the warning cramp which means and I still get it even though like my periods are much more manageable. <laughs> She's here. No, like I get a warning cramp and that means if I don't take like some ibuprofen or some Advil or something like that, then I'm I'm screwed cuz I'm about have to a have excruciating cuz in about 30 minutes I'm about to have excruciating uh what is it cramps Ouchie boys. Yeah. Me not like ouchie boys. I guess to close
0: this episode then. Do you want to share any of your favorite period hacks? okay
1: heating pad good yep. good friend um heating pads save my life um pain relievers advil tylenol all that good stuff um chamomile and green tea mixed yes. together yes. is my little period tonic um they also both any help tea with, inflammation. with
0: anything with caffeine in it yeah really helps with cramps so Ha- drink a soda. Do it. Yep. Drink a soda. Have drink some tea. Some have a coffee. Especially hot liquids. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot and caffeine. Hot tea, hot coffee with caffeine in it will help a lot.
1: Also, um, your body's retaining a lot of water, and that's why you're so bloated. So, I know you don't want to, but drink a lot of water, because it's going to actually help. Yep. Um, other than that, like, hacks, just yeah, be nice to yourself Um, and treat yourself if you can, mm-hmm. because you deserve it because mm-hmm. it ain't always easy mm-hmm.
0: yeah i want to add uh one of the hacks i learned really late in life actually is tampons make you cramp worse than pads i learned i learned know that, I learned that, that in sense. my 20s it does it does make sense when you think about it but i, I never thought about it well, I and about so it. Tampons make you cramp worse. So if you learn that you're somebody who has really, really bad cramps, whenever possible, try using a pad. Yeah, it might, it might help.
1: It might just make it a little bit more comfortable.
0: It might help, especially if you're like just laying at home. Mm-hmm. Don't make yourself suffer. Just wear a pad and chill on the couch, and you'll be fine. And you'll be good. It's not gross. It's fine. And that way, uh, maybe it'll help with your cramps. Have a hot tea. That's my favorite. Also, I find that oh. My period gives me so much acne. I have acne skin to begin with, but when I'm on my period, it is so much worse. And yeah, so the, I break out. the best thing to do is to not like, like definitely be kind to yourself and eat comfort food, but don't give in to like the oily cravings because you- Not too much. Not too much. Well, because I, here's what I do. I crave chocolate and cake and baked goods Mm -hmm. and like all that bad shit even more so i already have a sweet tooth but like it's worse on my period and so between that and the acne that comes from the hormones my face is a mess when i'm everyone knows when i'm menstruating because it's like oh liv looks like she's fucking 15 again (laughs) you know she's got a pizza face right now um And uh, what I usually do is I try to eat salty foods instead of sweet foods. Typically, Mm -hmm. it helps kind of curb the craving and it's not as bad for your skin. Like, obviously, I still like to have my ice cream and stuff like that. It just it's just good to be kind to yourself. But if you're craving like a slice of cake or something and you just are like, man, I know my skin is going to be punished for this. Try salty instead of sweet. Yeah. And it might help. That's interesting. Yeah. perhaps It helps me. Like, if I have pretzels in lieu of chocolate cake, typically it kind of curbs the craving. I Mm. don't crave it anymore, and my skin's less uh, flared up. Oh, okay. We'll take note. Or chips or something like that. Chips. Yeah, pretzels, chips, chips. whatever, things like that. Popcorn. Yeah, um, Mm. soda. It has sodium in it, stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I think uh, that wraps it up for... Sure For this episode Sure Uh like we said There's gonna be There's It's such a big topic It there's is There's gonna be more Cause I wanna talk about Like we could talk about Our first periods there's, Yeah I'm sure there's gonna be More questions Having periods in school Um Yeah On and vacation more, more tips and tricks Swimming Um Swimming short answer yes you can go swimming totally on your period but that'll be for another episode um is there anything
0: else you want to say before we go or you want to a closer i had written for this episode that Mm -hmm. i just want to leave with everybody is um just it's half disclaimer half closer um for more information ask your doctor um doctor patient confidentiality if you see a doctor for any purpose you can ask them even if it's just a general practice doctor typically they can still answer questions about menstruation um, if you have a gynecologist feel free to talk to them um, i know this is a podcast that kind of um, addresses things you might be scared to ask your parents about so if you do see a doctor don't be afraid to ask them they, they won't tell your parents um, they'll answer your questions um, if you aren't seeing a doctor or if that's not an option for you Um, You can visit various reliable sites such as PlannedParenthood.org. It's a very trustworthy one for more resources on menstruation and safe sex and things like that. Um, Be safe and consensual. Make sure that you're educated on your own body before diving into the world of sex and involving someone else's body. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. So wanted to make sure to put that out there. And PlannedParenthood.org is great. Also, any women's health websites. And the one that I used for all these resources was Healthline. Yeah. Yeah, and it was very, very informative and... CC. Correct.
1: So, um, guys, on that note, like we said, any questions at all are free. Questions, comments, anything. um, You can find us on Instagram at heygirlsquirrel. Uh, You can also find us on our Instagram, uh, or through our Instagram, you can find our email, which is heygirlsquirrel at gmail.com. So either of those ways you can talk, to us you can talk to us through the comments and stuff uh oh and if you have an anchor uh account you can leave us a voicemail so there's lots of ways to reach us don't be shy uh we certainly aren't Yay. so um, yeah i guess uh I, I think that'll do it and you know be kind to yourselves we love you guys yep and we will see you next tuesday <gasps>
0: Bye girl squirrel
1: Yeah Oh no How do I stop it?